Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Nick McCormick. And we apologize. It's been, God, what's it been? A month now or better? It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. Our schedules didn't line up. I was going on vacation. About the time I got back, Nick left on vacation, and everybody's been busy. So, nonetheless, here we are. So, uh, the wife and I, we took vacation out went to the Grand Canyon, Las Vegas, all out in through there. And the one thing I've learned on vacation is people can't drive no for shit. Nope, can't drive for shit. <laughs> it's terrible. You oh. just come back from Florida. I mean, it's... If there's one thing I can get on board with cops giving a ticket for, it's driving in the left lane for no reason. Oh, that just infuriates me. To Cruise control is useless on a vehicle anymore. You nope, can't use can't it. can't use it. It's shit. Nope. There's too many left lane Larrys. And then I would like to find the person... That is mandated that these fleet trucks can't run the speed limit. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not asking them to speed. Right. But it would be nice if they could run the speed limit on a flat straight road. Yeah. But they can't do it. So they're trying to pass a truck going 64 at 64.2. Yep. And it takes them 18 miles to do it. Yep. And then about the time they get around that one, oh, they're back over or some left lane Larry's yep. got you blocked. It's infuriating. Yep. If you can't run 70 mile an hour, if that's the posted speed limit, keep your trucks off the interstate. Find a different way. I agree. It should be a 70, 75 speed limit and a 65 minimum, whatever yeah. it is. Very tight range. Yes. If you can't, uh, if your truck won't do that, don't take the interstate. And I'm not blaming the drivers. I'm blaming the educated idiot that thinks they're saving the world by doing yep. that. Yep. Yeah, because the least little bit of incline when yep. they can do that, about the time he's getting around, then here comes the yep. hill. Yeah. Then that guy's got more power yep. on the inside lane. Yep. So, hey, he's faster up the hill. Now we start the whole process over. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, it's just... I, I just can't believe the way some people drive it. Just. Uh, I say it every time I get in the semi, and I notice it in the, in the truck too, but more in the semi. Apparently, there's not a minivan in America that'll run the speed limit either. Yeah. They're always under the speed. Now, yours probably will. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, mine will. It'll do but every other one, I'm like, I don't ever speed in the semi. All I'm asking you for is to run the speed limit, and then I can just stay in the right lane and drive. But nope, there's always a minivan yep. just cruising along at 58 yep. on the interstate. So if you want to take the scenic route, bud, hop off the interstate. Right. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I I truly don't. It just pisses me off. I get road rage, something terrible. And <laughs> my wife's driving just scares the bejesus out of me. So I have to do all the driving. <laughs> we was coming across Kansas on our way out. We was going to stop in Denver the first night. That's about 15 hours from home here. And we was we left at like 6 o'clock that morning. We got clear out to it was right around Colby, Kansas somewhere. And I was beat just sick of driving sick of the state of kansas you yeah. know just couldn't take it no more i'm like fuck it i'm pulling over you're driving i'm like we're in kansas you can't screw this up I mean, <laughs> there's nothing here, you know? so i switched with her put the ear pods in kicked back took a slight little bit nap woke up about 30 minutes later and looking out ahead of us the sky's just getting blacker by the minute i'm like great here we go gonna run into some rough weather well, sure enough, got up there, and it was a pretty bad storm. But we just, It had just crossed the interstate as we got there, so it didn't yeah. turn out to be nothing too bad. Well, we got closer to Denver, and you know how it is. You're thinking, well, maybe we ought to stop and switch. And we ended up, we didn't. Well, we got through Denver. Well, then as soon as you get through there, then you got the mountains, you know. Yeah. And it was getting dark, and it was starting to rain, and this and that. And I thought I was going to kick the floorboard out of that van sitting on the passenger <laughs> side. <laughs> she just scares the shit out of me. <laughs> but we made it. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm a control freak on stuff like that. My wife's a fine driver, but I bet I haven't, in 15 years of marriage, I bet I haven't ridden a thousand miles with her yeah. behind the wheel. She's a fine driver. That's how my wife make, is. She's but I just, I always drive. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't, I don't know. I'm the man, I'll drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So I don't know. How was the great state of Florida? I like Florida. I could live in Florida. I really I like Florida. Um, it was busy, but where we go wasn't too bad. But it, it's they're killing it down there. I mean, everybody in the world's down there right now. It seems like so. Yeah, because they're open and and they're glad to take the sales tax money. So. Yeah. Yeah, I always have. I've liked Florida, been there numerous times, and I really could. I, which I would rather live inland, not on the coast where it's so busy, you know, but I just, I like the weather, I like the people, kind of yeah. like everything about it. it uh, it's amazing to see how much it gets built every year. Yeah. You know, they're always building more, and they're, they're starting to overpopulate, at least the Gulf Coast where we go is getting built up too much, Yeah, you know. Yeah, I was kind of surprised last summer when we went to Gulf Shores, uh, I told the kids, said, yeah, heck, I'll take you over to Florida. No, the kids had never been to Florida. So we just kind of took off driving. And, yeah, when you get, what's, you know, I, all that shit runs together. I'm just going to call it Gulf Shores. But when you start there and start heading east, you get into a pretty good dead zone there. There's really nothing yeah. at all. And then once you get into Florida, then it picks back up. But there's about a yeah. five- or six-mile stretch there. I was really surprised there wasn't anything. I mean, no houses, no nothing. Give them so, time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> It'll be built up. We always laugh. You know, there's still a few what I would call the original houses, probably built in the 80s or whatever, you know, before it really took off and boomed there on the on 30A on the Gulf Coast Highway. And uh, it's just, you know, they're tearing those down one after the other and building something bigger and better in their place. Yeah. There's still a few hangers on. Yeah. You know, fam- original family probably still owns them. And yeah. They could get good money out of selling it, but they could never afford to buy another one. So yeah. they're on the beach, so they're staying. But. Yeah, that's always been good property to have in Florida. You know, yeah. if it's on coast like that, you can always, especially now with Airbnb and all that stuff, yeah, you know, it's so sure. easy to do that kind of stuff anymore. And yeah. I know I was shocked, or I mean, I guess I wasn't really shocked, but when we got out in Nevada and Arizona, man, we went by some solar fields that were just humongous. I had never seen anything like that in my life. I mean, yeah. I'm talking five, six miles wide and five, six miles deep was pretty impressive and, and you know and to me that's the place to do that because it's a desert there's no grass i mean there's, there's nothing. nothing it's an absolute wasteland yeah. so it's like if you want to build that shit there go for it there's Talk nothing else yeah, yeah to do but to come into illinois indiana wherever and build all this shit right in the middle of prime farmland i cannot wrap my brain around that i don't, I don't i'm just looking at the bright side the more land they take out of production should end up being higher prices for me yeah so. exactly that's right i mean texas is in a hell of a mess now yeah you know, with with their power situation. Uh, yeah. I, Almost like they don't have oil and gas. Yeah. Ain't that something? <laughs> I mean, we got enough coal and natural gas in this country to run a thousand years, literally. Yes. Yeah. But for sure. We'd rather use wind and solar. I, I don't know. Which is great until the sun goes down or the wind stops. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Go decommission one of them solar fields that's about five miles yeah. long and five miles deep and see what that costs you. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I... It's a messed up world, that's for sure. It is. I, I can't believe the people swallow this shit hook, hook line, and sinker. It, it's sad. I mean, we're going to, I don't know, we're going to end up breaking ourselves with this shit. It's Regulate ourselves out of productivity. Yep, that's exactly what's going to happen. Until China and India and those countries get on board with a little bit of it, everything we do is for naught. Yep. It's just a waste of time. Hell, I've seen all kinds of videos on TikTok now of tearing them windmills down, you know, which yeah. they're supposedly putting in bigger ones. But it's like, well, them things ain't been out that long to be. No. In fact, I've seen on the Weather Channel, it was either this morning or yesterday morning, Florida just took their last coal-powered power plant offline like two days ago, and it showed them knocking the smokestack down or whatever. Yeah. And they said that some bitch was built in 1995. I'm like... 
Wow. That's a pretty short lifespan on a coal-fired power plant, I would think. You would think, yes. I mean, and I don't know what they're doing different now or what the deal is, but they was said they was going to deconstruct the entire facility. So That's crazy. I, I can't figure that out. Hopefully they're putting a nuclear one in its place. Yeah. I, I, bet, I bet they're not. But. Uh, yeah, I bet they're not either. I just can't figure out why we don't have more nuclear power plants in this country. I mean, that's as efficient yeah. and as clean as you can get, yes. in a sense. I mean, yeah, for sure, but they're not going to do it. But what do I know? I guess that's why I'm not yeah. president or governor or whatever else. Yeah, like I said, I'm the king of overkill. When it gets hot like this and everybody's got their air conditioner on, I'd kick on another power plant and yeah, keep things sure. rolling yep. instead of asking people to sit in the sweat. Yep. That defeats the purpose of having electricity and air conditioning. Yeah, yep. So what else is new on the farm? Things around here look look pretty decent. I mean, corn's yeah. getting up, you know, chest high in places. Beans are starting to take off a little bit now. Could sure use a rain. Need a rain bad, yeah. We could use a rain <coughs> bad. Hopefully we get one tonight or in the morning. But Yeah. I tell you, there's a lot of parts of this country that are really hurting. I mean, we're very fortunate yeah. where we're at to have what we've got. I mean, um, I would consider us probably the garden spot. To be honest, you know, not trying to brag, but I mean... Yeah, from what I saw, we're, we're sitting as good as anyone. Yeah, I know to the south has been way too wet, to the north has been way too dry, and... Yeah. So, I don't know. I know when we come in to start shooting this podcast, it was starting to thunder just a little bit and get some lightning off in the distance, so hopefully something will slip through here, but... I yeah, know. I'd take a nice slow inch, two inches. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. can never outguess Mother Nature, though. No, you can't. And I tell you, around here, we got to have water on this dirt we farm. I mean, yeah. I just, yeah, we need an inch of rain a week. Yeah, for sure. I've been awful intrigued with the guys on TikTok that irrigate. That's just yeah. one. You know, we've never been around it. I mean, no. people take it for granted, you know, that they just think everybody irrigates. I mean, that's, I know nothing about it. And I don't I know, know how far you'd have to either. go to find irrigation in this area. I mean, it'd be a long ways. Where my wife's from. Really? Yeah. And so that's what, two hours? Yeah. So. Yeah, north of Springfield, they do it. Yeah. But it's all sand. I mean, if they don't irrigate there, it doesn't grow. Yeah, for sure. You know, the corners are dead, yep. you know, where the pivots go around. But it is intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Makes it pretty nice, though. I want to put a little more nitrogen on. There yeah. you go. Turn it on. Flip it on. Yep. Dump it on. It, it, uh, it is intriguing. I would think it'd be a hell of a lot easier marketing crops. You know, barn, you don't get a hailstorm or something to flatten it. I mean, at least yeah. you can, you know, about yeah. guarantee yourself a somewhat respectable crop i would think you know yeah but even then i mean they got to have a rain if they get behind they can't catch up right you know for sure if something happens to your pivot you can't catch up unless it rains yeah. you know she always jokes that you get an inch rain in the morning turn the pivots on in the afternoon yeah. you know yeah which yeah, is I, true i could see that i mean like today the heat index of 105 to Takes 110 it whatever it got and windy i mean man it zaps it right out i, I know in 12 when i went through there you know, it's so dry. There were still some guys. It was late in the summer when I was, you know, into July when I was through there. There were some still on, but some of them just, I mean, it was burned up anyway. Yeah. Some of them just shut it off and quit wasting their, the time and the water and the energy. Yeah. But Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, there were still some hangers on that were trying it, but it wasn't, it wasn't going very well, it didn't look like. Yeah. Yeah, I could believe that. So, I don't know, is the polling season getting wound up here? Starting yeah, it's to- starting to take off here. There's been a few events. There was one out in. You know, Farley, Iowa, um, went out in Fort Recovery, Ohio, went in Benson, North Carolina. Yeah. I told Combine Ryan, I was going to ask you, he asked how close you got to eastern Iowa, you know, it just roughly in the vicinity. I said, I don't know if you ever I could have went to Farley. I didn't, obviously. Um, 
I don't get into Iowa much. Yeah. Usually. I told him probably it, just shooting off the hip. I said it would probably somewhere in northern Missouri would be the closest yeah. you ever get if you ever go that direction. But next weekend there's a big one in Mountain City, Missouri, but there's also a big one in Toma, Wisconsin. We'll probably go to Toma if we go. I don't know. He could about talk me out of all of it. You know, when it comes to driving far away and in the heat and yeah. whatnot, I'm getting old. That takes dedication <laughs> on a day like today. Well, it's more work than being at work some days, yeah. you know. Days like today, you're just, I mean, you're just wringing wet. Yeah. Stand there in the sun. It's just, yep. sort of take the fun out of it pretty quick. Throw on a fire suit. Yeah, which else. is super nice. Yeah, those aren't hot at all. Yeah. I, so how many hooks do you think you guys will do this summer? I mean, no, I know all not the pins. A, not a ton. It, 10, I, 15th the most, probably. Yeah. I think everything, from what I'm seeing, is about getting opened up. Yeah. You know, most, most of the fairs are back on, it seems like. From yeah. I'm seeing most there. of them don't have a choice, I don't think. If they don't turn it back on, they can't. Yeah. They're not going to survive. Yep. I was surprised. I had to go to the express care doctor today. I've been fighting bronchitis, and I thought, for sure, as soon as you walked in, masks and everything, and hell, none of the doctors. I mean, nobody had masks on. I was, I was really surprised. Good. But, but, yeah, you're right. These places, it's time to shit or get off the pot. I mean, you better get her opened up. Now yeah. or there ain't no sense in doing it. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's, it's terrible, but well, some of them are going to disappear if they don't get opened up. You know, they're yeah. going to be gone. I was surprised when we were on vacation. I don't remember. I think it was in Utah. I don't think it was Arizona, but I think it was in Utah. Hell, a lot of the gas stations and stuff had signs on their doors that were dated. I mean, some of them went clear back to February and even before that said. I forget how it was worded, but basically it was your choice if you wanted to wear a mask or not. Yeah. I didn't give a shit either way. So well, it should be. Yeah. Yeah, but they were they were pretty relaxed out there. But you know, them places like Vegas and that, I think they've got to be. I mean, it, yeah, it's you know yeah. nobody's going to show up. I think if you don't, so. yeah, thirty percent occupancy doesn't pay the bills out there. No, for yeah. sure. So, so I think they're finally getting it figured out. And you know, I don't know. They keep talking about these vaccinations numbers that there's like three hundred and twenty million people vaccinated now. Well, that seems a little high to me when the population of the U.S. is only I don't know what it's up to now. It's 340 million or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, so. yeah. We won't go down that path. They can vax themselves if they want, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've not got it and not planning on getting it. Yeah. That's I'm just, with you there. That's just me. But they can uh, they can do a little more research on that first. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know. It's a crazy world out there these days. Yep. So how's things in the shop? Keeping everybody rolling. Yeah, trying to. Yeah, we're we're busy. Are parts hard to get? Yeah, stuff's it's worse now than what it was. You know, stuff. Everybody's running out of stuff now, right? Warehouses so now, are getting cleaned out. Warehouses are getting cleaned out. So certain things, and it's and it's totally random, right? Like you, you just never know. Like you can order fifteen things, think oh that's a common deal, common deal, common deal. No, nope, can't get it. Okay. The other day I tried to order a case of ether for tractor pulling. You know, well several cases. Now, the company I get it from quit making it. Is that right? They had, uh, you know, several excuses. Uh, cans are hard to get. Um, regulations won't let them sell it in certain areas, so they just give up on trying to track that. Um, couldn't get some of the raw material to make it, so they just, they just pulled that out of their product line. All be Just dead. stuff like that. But it's random parts. And anything you used to be able to get in two days, you're not getting it in two days now. If you get it in four, you're lucky. Yeah. You know? That just scares me to death coming into harvest this fall, you know. Oh. And I was talking to Doug Yeager on the phone the other day, and I told him, I said, this might actually be one of the years where you're better off to have the most oddball part you can think of go bad on a combine because there's a chance it might be on yeah. a shelf somewhere. Yeah. But something that is a regular problem, <laughs> they're yeah. probably gone and can't gone, even make it. Can't them. get it. 
Can't so, get it. Nobody there to make it. I mean, every place you drive by is looking for help. Yeah. You know. I mean, literally every place I stopped at from from here to Florida was looking for somebody. Oh yeah, I didn't you know if it's a gas station, a Walmart, a McDonald's, yeah. anything. They're all looking yeah. for help. Yeah, they got to stop this shit of paying people to stay home. I mean, yes. I, I I'm dying to see where this is going to land when it's all. Well, they've de facto out. raised the minimum wage, right? Right. That's I exactly mean, that, what that's, they did. That's basically they forced companies into yep. it. You yep. know. Exactly. And even that's not getting people back. No, you know? and it's not gonna. I mean, how about starting what in July? Then everybody's supposed to start getting. Yeah. 250 300 bucks a month per kid you know i whatever. talked to a guy here the other day he'd expanded his business oh it's been a while ago now and kind of got into a sideline little deal and it's grown and his regular business has come back online now so he needs somebody to run that deal talk to this guy and the guy's like yeah man that'd be a good job and i'd really like to do it but he's like you know i'll talk to you in six months he's like as long as you're gonna pay me to stay home i'll probably just stay where i'm at he's like really he's like you know it looks like you're doing good i'll up your wage right away yeah, just uh, just probably not worth it. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, you, know, you can't hardly pay people enough to go and do anything. No, you can't, and I don't know how they're going to fix that. I mean, you're gonna no. you got to shut this money, the free money off. That's yep. it's the only thing you can do. I mean, I mean, hell, if somebody pay you three thousand dollars a month to stay home, why yeah. did you go sweat your balls off at the shop? Exactly. Man? You know, I mean, that's the thing, and it's it. Uh, you're seeing it in every industry now. Yeah. But yeah, stuff's definitely getting hard to get, and I think that problem's only going to get worse. You know, right. I got a buddy of ours, well, you know him too, in the building supply industry, you know, specifically roofing supplies or whatnot, and they're running out of all that stuff left and right. You know, yeah. it's just, you know, some of these people are going to get hit with a hailstorm. They're not going to be able to fix the roof because they can't yeah. get anything to fix it with. Yeah. I mean, um, eventually, ain't this got to trickle down to Wall Street? I mean, your your quarterly earnings are going to look like shit and you had nothing to sell, ain't they? I mean, you would think. Uh, here's a another question I've got for you. Okay, so we've all seen the videos of Ford, Chevy, Dodge, whatever. They got all these vehicles sitting there, right? So once they get those microchips and they get those online, isn't that going to just devastate the auto market? You would. I think. mean, if we got, I don't know how many vehicles they've got sitting there, but I, right. the videos I've seen at Kentucky Speedway or whatever, it looks like a bunch. Yeah. Well, when they bring those all back and put those on the lots. I think I have to take a, a ding on those, and aren't those going to be a year old? Yeah, to me they So yeah. you want to get them moved, right, so that yeah. you can make 2022 models. Yeah. So you're going to have to lower the price some, I would think. So I think that bubble will burst here shortly, but I could be wrong. I'm not Nostradamus by any means, but it sure looks like it will. Yeah. I haven't heard. Is that bleeding over into farm machinery? I mean, can you buy? Can you order a new tractor and get it? Or I talked to a guy today that had just been to his local John Deere dealer and said they couldn't order a new tractor or planter and haven't been able to for quite some time. Really? Now, yeah. a neighbor of ours just ordered a brand new John Deere high-speed full-meal deal for now. And, uh, I mean, as far as it went through now, I mean, I'm not saying Deere won't contact the dealer in a month and say, well, you can't have it. Yeah, you I know. Don't, but I don't know. Maybe his dealer already had that planter coming, too. Well, it could be. I, you mean, know, a, I don't know, and I don't know big, when they shut them off, but right. that's what this guy was claiming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because that's a big dealer there that we got, you know, so they probably had 10 of them spoken for anyway. Regardless, yeah. Yeah, yeah just to put on the lot, so I don't know. Like I said, we picked up Capello Cornheads the other day, and, and they're stocked up pretty good, but they run a year in advance, basically, on production. Yeah. So they're always good on that for the most part. But I know the OEMs, you know, Case Deer, et cetera, I think stuff's getting pretty tight. Yeah. All the way around on that. But, you know, you, if you can't get one little part, you can't finish anything, right? Yeah, you know, that's just so it. it. Yeah, that, that's what scares me to death on a combine. I mean, yeah. as many sensors and moving parts as there is, it could be one little harebrained off-the-wall thing that yeah. just shuts you down, and there you sit. There you sit for, you know, even a couple of days, and harvest is a yeah. big deal. Yeah, you know? 
Yeah. I don't know how Deer's computer system works. I suppose, can they look and see that there's one on the shelf in Montana? Yeah. So Yeah, they can. Okay. I wasn't sure how they done that. They can. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. I wonder how many dealers are going to be willing to give up parts you know, five states away because it's like, well, hell, if my customer goes down, I got to have something to fix him, you know. I'm not exactly sure how that works. I think if they if they put it in the, I'm going to call it the online registry, but that's not the right term right. for it. It's kind of out there for anybody to grab. Then I think, yeah, then if somebody speaks for it, then then you're moving it. Gotcha. If you don't want that to happen, then I don't think you put You just kind of keep it in your personal. Yeah, and, which I don't know. I don't know what the split is there or how they do that exactly. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not wise to that, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a ways around that, but you know, you don't want to miss the sale either, right. you know. So, yeah. I don't know. It's Yeah, I haven't to... heard any of the custom harvesters comment, and, you know, weed harvest is going on now. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody commenting if parts are really hard to get, but it's like we talk, they're going to be the ones to swallow up all the combine parts because yeah, no they started first. They started first, and yeah. The rest of us will get screwed in the end. Be hung on in the backside, yeah. But, Which uh, the parts thing in general is odd anymore, you know. We, I'm sure you've seen it, and, and we run into it quite a bit, you know, okay. You know, somebody hits a telephone pole with an auger, right? So you need the whole shooting match. It wrecks the whole thing. Well, we've got one part at this dealer, another part at that dealer, another part, and they're all owned by the same conglomerate or whatever. Yeah. Just put it all at one spot right. for that particular right. item. Exactly. Because I'd rather drive one place, right. there's 15 places, you know, well, we can have it tomorrow, we can have it yeah. two days. Yeah. Time the shuttle runs around, this, that, and the other. It's like... Just keep it in one spot so yeah. when somebody knocks it off, they get to go one place and get the whole shooting match. <laughs> yeah. That infuriates me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but I see it with every brand. I mean, it's not brand specific on that. They all, they all do it. That way, you know, per whatever, you know, company ABC technically has all this, but they've got it at yeah. 25 locations piece by piece. And yeah. not a single location can actually fix it. Right. You know, somebody's got to be driving around. I would be curious on a, like a Sloan's or an AHW, these big dealers, as to how many part you know could they build four complete combines and you know not counting the motor obviously but with just the parts that well, they have. probably stock a spare engine but i don't think anymore because there's so many incidentals in your electronics or whatever your wiring harnesses all that stuff yeah. but i know back in the day of course axle flows are pretty simple but in the 1460 1660 you know 1688 days there were several of those especially your smaller independent dealers that were what i would call really good are really concerned about downtime and really concerned about having all that. Most of them could could rebuild two or three of them. Is that right? Out of there, you know, your your common stuff. Yeah, yeah. Your, right. your bigger items, right. you know. Obviously, they're not going to have. Yeah. Every little nook and cranny, nut and bolt, yeah. cab interior piece, this, yeah. that, and the other. But your to your actual wear items yeah. to keep it going, they had enough to do several. And look at the amount of parts on one today versus back then. Oh, know, for sure. I'd hate, sensors I would love to see the list of part numbers on a combine built in, let's say, 1985 versus a combine built in 2020. Oh, it'd be mine. You know, I bet, I bet the list is significantly longer. Yeah. 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 Doing the same job, but a lot more pieces to do it. For sure. Yeah. You know. I, it's it's amazing. And, you know, I, I get why companies went to just-in-time. You know, shit's so expensive, you don't want all this stuff sitting on your shelf. But now look where we're at. Now this look, look where we're at. Yes, now you can't get it. And now it, shipping, you know, UPS and FedEx and Speedy, all those companies have taken this. They're not doing it necessarily on purpose. But now everything that was two days is three or four pretty easily. You know, but they've got a lot of outs because they're short on people too. So just-in-time doesn't work. And the other thing that irritates me about just-in-time is... You know, let's say you're John Deere, okay? 
So we don't have those parts at the manufacturing facility. You know, we can, you know, let, let's say they're building corn heads at plant ABC, mm-hmm. and that plant builds builds four corn heads a day, just for a random number. Oh, but they've only got enough gearboxes there every day to build those four corn heads, right? Oh, well, this corn, this gearbox is bad. Hmm. We don't have any extras. We're not going to make our four corn heads a day. Go ahead and put it on. Mm-hmm. We'll warranty it out in the field. When it gets to the dealer, he'll swap it out because it won't make it through pre-inspection. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I'm like, but you already have those gearboxes. They're just in a warehouse across town. Yeah, exactly. Why don't we send a truckload of extra ones yeah. to the plant? But every company is that way. It doesn't matter if it's red, gr- blue, right. green, pink, purple, or orange. You know, they're, they're all that yeah. way from what I hear about it, you know. Right. And that just infuriates me. You've already spent the money. you got your money tied up somehow. Yeah. And you would think times like this, Deer or these companies would help, I don't know if you'd call it floor plan like they used to do with machinery, you know, on yeah. some of these parts just to get them out there so dealers have them. Because, you know, I mean, think if you got a guy that... And I'm sure this has happened that his body's very first new John Deere tractor, always been Case IH. Yep. And now this year he has something wrong with it and he's it's gonna be down for a month. Yeah. He'll be trading that son bitch in for a red one as quick as he can, you know. Yeah. And not that it's necessarily Deer's fault. I mean COVID screwed up, but you're gonna leave a bad taste in that guy's and, mouth. And some of that stuff is like somebody spent the money if that's in the warehouse in Milan, yeah. or if that's in the warehouse at Sloan's or HW yeah. wherever. I mean somebody spent the, Yeah, it's the money's somewhere. been spent. Right. It's it's there somewhere. You know, put it out in the consumer's hands. All that stuff's infuriating these days. I mean, stuff's just tough to get, and the, the management of it, and the the you know the logistics. Of all that takes a pretty good yeah. pencil to, to figure out what needs to be where. And the other thing, you know, I don't think anybody keeps track of it anymore. There used to be, you know, you mark down a lost sale. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, Tony calls. He needs this part. Oh, we ain't got it. Okay, so he's not. He's going to go to a different dealer and look for it. He's going to try to find a salvage yard that's got it. He's going to make something. He's going to get by somehow or another. Well, nobody logs that as a lost sale anymore, I don't think. Oh, really? You know, well, to my understanding anyway. Yeah. So, I know on the auto parts side, I don't think they do much of that anymore. It's like, well, used to, if you got enough lost sales marked, you, it automat- your system automatically ordered it for you and put it on a shelf because, well, you just missed out on selling it 10 times. Yeah. We, we need to have that, yeah, right? Yeah, makes sense. We took the human factor out of it. Somebody clicked it 10 times that we didn't have it, and we need, we could have sold it. Yep. So it just shows up. I'll be darned. I don't know that it works like that anymore. It probably does if they take the time to market, but, yeah. you know, I. and I'm sure you see this too. You know, okay, well, you know, we ain't got that part. Let's check our other stores. They don't really want to check other dealers that aren't yeah. owned by them. Yeah. You know, well, at some uh-huh. point in time, the farmer just wants to get going. He doesn't care if exactly. it's coming from... From, you know, John Doe, Jane Doe, or Bill Doe, he just wants Yeah, he just part. wants it going. He just wants his part. He doesn't yep. care. Exactly. You know, especially in the heat of the battle. Yep. You know, so, I don't know. It, uh, like I said, the logistics of that is a, is a very large piece of the pie and something I'm not smart enough to manage, but. Yep. And by and large, the company's do an okay job of it, but it, it's random stuff, you know, and so much stuff comes from overseas anymore, right? Exactly. So it's like, well. We're getting some, but it's on a boat somewhere. It hasn't made it here yet, which nothing makes me madder than that. There's not a reason in the world that that thing isn't entirely made in the USA. I agree 100%. Hell, I think most of the deer parts we get now are made in, not China, but a lot of made in Spain, a lot of Mexico, a lot of... Yep. Yep. Uh, I agree. Yeah. It's frustrating. It is. It really is. Yeah, and the bad part on that stuff is... You know, like India has been smacked hard with COVID, you know, I mean, yeah. basically the whole entire country shut down. And I know I've seen several deer parts with tags on them over India yeah. or wherever. And so that just, 
exacerbates the problem even farther, you know. Yeah, for sure. You know, I know we've talked about it before. You and I, you know, I, I assume cars are still this way. I don't new car shop much in these days, but, you know, I know Ford used to say, you know, this car's X number percentage American made. And some were higher than others or whatever. They don't do that nag, you know, so it'd be really interesting to see how much of that tractor combine, whatever, no matter the manufacturer, is manufactured or made in the United States. And it's a little sketchy on, you know, these parts are made over there, but it's assembled here. Right. You know, is a Kubota actually more American than a John Deere at some level right. in certain models? Or, right. you know, because some of that stuff they assemble over here, that way they can... Yeah. can tout their American, you know, so it's not cost effective to ship all of it over. Yeah. You know, it just, it would be curious to know. It's sort of like when we were kids, a Toyota, a Nissan, all that was truly an import vehicle. Yes. Now a lot of them made in the U.S. Made in the U.S., yeah. So they're, you know, yes, the company is foreign owned, but, and the profits go to there, I suppose, but there's still plenty of American workers putting that together. Yeah. So you, you don't want to kick them completely to the curb. Because those are American jobs, but yeah, yeah, there there is none of that in the ag industry to right. know how much of that you know. Very seldom do you get a part anymore that says "Made in USA." Yeah, no matter what brand you're working on, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of it. Oh, I know. There's lots and lots of parts on that new deer planter that we got with you know yeah. Mexico. I don't. You don't see China on much. There's some, but you know a lot of it. I forget that one. I know a lot of other. I don't remember if it was electronics or what it was. Was Monrovia, I think, or somewhere, or, or Monclova. Some, it was some weird hmm. country. I'd, it was Monclova, not Monrovia. Monclova, and I have no idea where that's even at. No, never heard of it. But no uh, idea. Yeah, it. Uh, it's a it's a big small world these days, and yeah. and I get why they do some of that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's like bearings, right? I can buy the Chinese bearing for twenty bucks. I can buy the USA one for forty bucks. Yep. The USA one's going to last a little longer than twice, usually. Yep. I just soon have the USA one. Yep. But for the cost of what this stuff sells for. Yeah. Well, we were talking earlier, like, deer. I know our 6430, we bought it new in 2009. And it was, man, it was either one of the last made in the U.S. or one of the first from Mannheim, Germany. I don't remember now. But, you know, they don't make any of their small stuff in the States anymore. It's I don't think any company does. I don't think you can buy a tractor under, I'm going to call it 125 horse for lack of knowing better. But yeah. any of your smaller frame tractors that are made in the United States. Yeah. Primarily. I'm, anyway. I'm almost wanting to say ours was one of the first out of Germany once they yeah. shipped it all over there, you know. Because before there was kind of some of them weird yeah. Serie Yoke's deer had their deluxe and all these. Yeah, ones. 15 different models. I mean, you get yeah. into those, we'll call them mid-range tractors. Mm-hmm. There's there's three models of every tractor, right? It's like the the one you can't afford, the one you can almost afford, and the one you want. Yeah. You know? Yep. The deluxe version or whatever, you know? Yeah. It, uh, which is frustrating. Yeah. On a variety of levels, too. Yeah. I don't know. Shifting gears, do you ever interact with many people on vacation? So my wife made a TikTok about this when we were in Vegas a few weeks ago. She went down. We decided we was going to stay an extra night. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she called down to the front desk, and they said, yeah, just come down in the morning. And she had to sign something, whatever the deal was. And I don't remember exactly what her shirt said, but something about, I I vow to love you through seed diamond harvest. It was something along them lines. Yeah. Whatever. And the lady at the front desk read her shirt, and she kind of had a weird look. She said, 
seed diamond harvest, what does that mean? And she said, well, I'm married to a farmer. And I was like, oh, okay. But it never even dawned on this lady yeah. you know, that something. You know, that. yes, I do interact <laughs> with, with several people on vacation. Randomly, we met up with a couple from Texas. And our kids are similar ages. This has been four years ago. It's our fourth vacation in a row with them or whatever. It's been super great. We see them once a year. And, and uh, just like we never missed any time. And, and everything just clicks. And it's, it's fun. But it's interesting to get the, uh, you know, the uh, I won't call it the opposing view because they're pro-farm, but they're not from farms. You know, right. they're they're from Texas in the city. So it's interesting to get their views on antibiotic-free chicken, non-GMO this, you know, round up that, and to see how the consumer views what we do, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's for lack of knowing better, right? And like right. I said, you know, we've talked, we've hit on this before on, Educating versus non-educating. Yeah, and like you say, not that these people are, are anti-GMO. No, they're not. They're, they they're, were. Yeah, they're not anti-GMO people by any means. They just don't know. But they just don't know. You know, like yeah. I, I posed the question to them. Like, there's two bottles of orange juice. One says non-GMO. The other one doesn't say anything. Which one are you getting? Well, I don't know. You know, it's whichever one we like. Whatever. I'm like, well, there are no GMO oranges to my knowledge. Right. You know, so advertising it as non-GMO yeah. is a little bit of BS. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be able to do that, but they do. Yep. You know, I always make my daughter, she grabbed that jug one time, I told her, put that one back. They're lying to people. I'm not I'm not supporting it. Exactly. We'll grab this one that doesn't say anything. You know, It's predatory. Yeah. <laughs> I just grab one that says no pulp. That's what I'm looking for. Until they come up with a pulpless GMO orange, then I'll buy that one for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, it it's just interesting, you know, I, I explained to him, you know, milk, for instance, if it, you know, you got a cow with mastitis and it happens to end up getting milked and that milk ends up in the tank, Dump we're it. dumping it. Yep. You know, and they don't know that, you right. know. They see a label that says antibiotic-free, all that, you know, that's probably better. It's all antibiotic-free, but they just don't know any different, yeah. you know. I think it's there on TikTok. There's uh, Megan, Dairy Girl, and mm-hmm. Iowa Farmer Dan, I think is what he goes by in Iowa there. And he's got like 200,000 followers or more. And they both do a phenomenal job yeah. of educating people. I, I can't do that because I don't have the patience for it. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm like, you know, these people, I, I can't even talk to them or reason with them. So I'm glad that those guys are out there doing that because yes. it's a job that I can't do. Yeah. And, but it needs do a, done, but I'm not the guy for that. Yeah. And they do a phenomenal job of it, you know, and, uh, and I think they've really reached a lot of people. I've seen a lot of comments, you know, from people who said, hey, you know, I never knew anything about dairy. And, you know, yeah. you've got to shed some light here. Yeah. And so uh, that they're doing a great job. And if you guys are listening, I hope you keep it up. And, um, you know, maybe I get some flack for having that many followers and not trying to educate people. But I'm just to the point. I, I've wrote them off, and I, at least guys like Dan and them haven't. You yeah, know? I mean they're fighting the good fight still. Where yeah. I'm just like, you know, I, I just can't deal with you people anymore. So yeah, I hear you there. It, it gets frustrating. Uh, you know, I always said if you don't grow up on a farm, it's very hard to explain. Right? Yeah. You know, it takes years to experience all that different stuff. Yeah. And for me to try to put it in a sixty-second video, yeah, just doesn't work and, out. Very and well. every video he posts, or even Megan. You know, I mean, they just get called rapists, you know, animal yeah. abusers. And I mean, yeah. everything under the sun. I mean, just completely out of line. Yes. And, and they take it all in stride and do a very good job of responding. But that's well, not for me. Well, I'm coming back well, swinging. What baffles me about social media, it doesn't matter if it's a farm-related topic or if I want to know the best restaurants or the best beach or whatever. The people that are mad and angry are always the ones that comment, right? Oh, for sure. They're always the ones that are going to kick, 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 because they got nothing better to do, apparently. And I'm like, you know, if it's that big a deal to you, just 
just scroll on. Yeah. Like I see some of that stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't agree with that. I'm not commenting on that. I just scroll to the next video. That's how I, you am. know, it just baffles me that that people take the time to Karen every topic that they see yep. at some point in time, you'd like to know what they do for a living. Yeah. So you could just troll them the whole right. time. Right. Yeah, you exactly. know, and some of them are just trolls are just out there, you know, kicking the weeds, see what they can scare up. But yeah. it, it, it's very frustrating. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if some of these people that I come across a guy on TikTok, and I don't know if I've ever covered this in an episode or not, but he, uh, he's a vegan and he was on a live and the, his live was titled, I'm a vegan, come debate me or something. Yeah. And so he was letting people get on dual live. And it was actually surprising that every farmer that got on there was very respectful. There was yeah. no, and then this guy, even the vegan was too. There was no screaming, yeah. yelling, degrading and this and that. But, you know, any statistic that the farmer gave was automatically wrong. Yeah. But any statistic that he gave was just the gospel truth. And it's like, well, you know, what makes your statistics more accurate than mine? Yes, exactly. You know? And so you, you, I just seen right away you couldn't reason with the guy. So it's like, well, this is a total waste of time then. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't get where most of these people come from. And I'll give you another good example. Was, oh, it's probably been a month ago now. There was some, you could tell he was some liberal rag in the city. And they were basically bashing capitalism on yeah. his post. And uh, he, somehow he video replied to some comment. And so this was his excuse that he gave as to why capitalism is bad and the national debt and all this stuff is just rigged and all that is is to enslave people blah 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 so he he told this little story on his video he said so there's a hotel out in the middle of nowhere and they charge $50 a night to stay there and once you stay there all night if you don't like your stay then we'll give you your money back and you just go on your way so a guy comes into town pays 50 bucks and stays there well immediately the hotel owner takes the 50 bucks and he owed the banker 50 bucks. Yep. So he goes down and pays the banker. Well, the banker owed the butcher 50 bucks. Yep. So he immediately gives it to him and goes right on down the line. The butcher owed the shoemaker. And then finally, at the end of it, the shoemaker owed the hotel owner 50 bucks. So yep. he gives it back to him. Well, then the next morning, guy gets up. Well, didn't like my stay. So then the hotel owner gives it back to him, goes on his merry way. And so with that $150, the whole town got wiped out of debt. And this, that, and the other. I'm like, you know, these stupid ass stories only work when it's perfect math like that. You know, let's <laughs> let's start changing all the numbers around. Yeah. And you know, and it, it's always this perfect utopia, and there's never a ripple on the pond, and everybody's yeah. supposed to buy this hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it don't work that way, buddy. It, no, it doesn't. I always think when you talk the statistic thing, I always think of the movie Coming to America, the the original one, or not Coming to America, um, the Eddie, the other Eddie Murphy one from about that time. Uh, distinguished gentleman, where he becomes a congressman or where it's, and there's something about a study. He's like, for every study you find, I can find you three that, that show the opposite. Yeah. And I'm like, that's true. It is. You know, number, liar, you know, figures never lie, but liars do a lot of figuring. Right. You can always ma manipulate it to make it show what you want to show. Yeah. You I know? can show you 19 scientists that say global warming is the biggest hoax there ever yes. was. You know that there is warming, but it's not man-made. And then mm -hmm. the other side's going to show you 20 more that says it, you know, so it's... I, I don't know. You, you don't know who to believe in. That's the problem. Now, you have no truth no. anywhere. There's no journalism. It's just opinions. Right. Yep. And it's whoever has the loudest megaphone, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I can convince you of anything. If, if the only thing you can hear is me, and I tell you the same thing that I want you to believe six times a day, I can convince you of anything yep. if I tell it to you long enough. Right. Look what yeah. Hitler did. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly what he That's did. That's exactly what he did. 
Propaganda. And it, it's it's sad on so many levels because I just want there to be truth. If, if man-made global warming was a thing, I would like to know. But I just, from what I've seen and what I've read and what my own little research, I don't I, think I, I think there's so many agendas at play on stuff, Tony. Like, well, let's take emission stuff, for instance. Let's take death. I can't find a single person in the free world that has to use it, that thinks it's worth of any value. It produces nothing. All it does is cost you. But it's saving the world, right? And you did a TikTok on this here recently. On the jugs and this, that, and the other. Okay. You know how special you got to be in your math to think that taking poisonous fertilizer, dumping it in an engine that comes in a plastic jug shipped in a cardboard box is going to save the world? Yeah. So, let, let's let's look at the emissions in a broader picture, right? We need this cleaner exhaust, right? So, we got to have cleaner exhaust because these, these hydrocarbons, all this, this bad knocks, all this stuff is just, it's killing us. It's just killing us. Mm-hmm. Even though apparently we fixed the whole new ozone. I haven't heard anything about yeah. that for a while. Yep. That must have been all hairspray. We got that solved. Okay, so let's do the math on this. We're using this DEF. Our exhaust is now cleaner, right? You look at a new semi, nothing in the exhaust. Looks clean as a pen until it regens. Then it smokes like a merry-go-round on fire. Mm-hmm. It's blowing this out, blowing that out. It's burning twice as much fuel as it should. Half the sensors quit, 100,000 miles in. So somewhere there's a manufacturing plant that 400 people drove to that day. Yep to make the pieces that lasted 100,000 miles so they can be warrantied out by a company and replaced. Yep. And then they went back again another 100,000 yep. and we redid them again. And they were put on a semi. They were put on a semi and drove over there. The truck that, that was hauling them has emissions on it and it gets half the mileage it should get. Yep. So it burnt twice as much fuel. At the end of the day, if you're burning an X quantity of fuel, you're giving off something. You have to be. That, that's the way it works. Yep, for every every action there's a reaction. reaction. So you're, you're burning, we've been far better off to focus on horsepower and mileage and give two shits about the emissions they'd take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I said, somewhere there's a manufacturing plant that's burning electricity to manufacture all this stuff. We're shipping it across the country. We're doing this. That somebody drove out in a service truck to service this darn thing and yep. fix it when it would have worked perfectly fine without it. Yep. You know, the last combine that we owned, I guarantee you, I put at least an extra 10 hours on that thing, letting it set in the driveway, regening. As far as yeah. during harvest, never an issue because it would regen while you was harvesting, you was going yeah. to go. But like, but prior to harvest, you're moving around, picking yeah. up heads, checking it over, just idling around the lot, yeah. moving here, moving there. Then all at once, boom, it's got to do a region. So yeah. then it sets there for 30 minutes. And you know, over the course of five, six years, that thing's ran an extra 10 hours now. Yeah, exactly. Do the math on, okay. The exhaust on this thing is super badass hot. The combine's made out of plastic now. It catches fire and burns. How much emissions do you have to save to make up for the smoke that that one combine that burnt yeah. needlessly for no reason other than the fact that we were trying to save the world, and now this combine burnt and given off, and there's no scrubber on that thing. We're not yeah. When this catches on fire, why don't they spray it with DEF? Put mm-hmm. the smoke down, you know? Spray it with that. Yeah. But they're not. Yeah. Because you can't because it's a stupid idea. But you get to my point. Right. You know, we're not saving anything on that. Right. It's a waste of time. So my thing is, so the, the big deal on these new trackers is that the air coming out the exhaust is cleaner than what it is going in the motor, right? Mm-hmm. So so why don't we all just leave all of our stuff run all the time? Exactly. Then? That'll well, clean the whole world up. Oh, for sure. Take a bunch of those in China where it's really smoggy. Yep. Right before the Olympics, we'll fire them up. We'll let them run all day. The air will be clean. We'll I mean, be good to go. You guys should do that in your shop. When you start tractors in there, the old ones, just pull just, a new just one in. Just let them go. Let it run. Let them go. The yeah. It, it just... But there's an agenda at play there. It has nothing to do with saving the environment or this, that, and the other. It has, there's other agendas at play. They're not saving squat by doing all that. No, nope. Maybe that's what we should have done with COVID. We should have just 
pull the tractor up by the hospital, <laughs> pump the exhaust. Yeah. I mean, we're filtering the air. It had been super clean. It had been good to go. It had been good to go. I don't know. You take a new vehicle, especially a new diesel vehicle, and smell the exhaust versus one built yeah. in the 70s, I'll take the 70s smell For sure. every time over the newer one. For sure. They don't smell like diesel. They, they smell terrible, and they'll... It doesn't. It's not good for you. Even the diesel fuel itself sucks now. It's terrible. When we were kids, it was like gas is yes. today. That shit would burn. When we were kids, you could take a five-gallon can of diesel, have a fire kind of going, but it wasn't really going, throw it on there. You better be standing back. Yep. I challenge anybody on this deal, and I'm not liable for this. You pour out some, some diesel fuel on a piece of concrete. Take your torch and try to light it. It won't light. No, and if, if you got just a, let's just say you took a handful of toilet paper and lit mm-hmm. it on fire and dumped diesel on it, nine times out of ten, it'll put it out mm-hmm. before it before it. Absolutely, off. it will. Yeah, it's just shit. It's crap. Yes. Yep, we've taken all the energy out of it. Yeah. Yep. And every person, I, which I haven't owned a new pickup for 15 years, but every person that I talk to, take a Dodge Cummins from the mid-90s all day long, all the ones I own, yep. 22 mile a gallon. Yep. Everybody I talk to now, they get like 10 miles a gallon. Yep. But somehow that's better. Yeah. Yeah. How the hell I, does that work? Once again, there's trucks hauling that fuel. There's equipment getting it out of the ground, et cetera. The net gain is negative. We're not gaining shit by doing all that. We've been better off to focus on horsepower and mileage. The, the emissions thing would take care of itself if they'd have done it right. Didn't you tell me you got a buddy overseas somehow in traffic yeah. pulling? There's semis over there like ungodly. Yeah. Like 600 horses a dog over there. Yeah. You know, and they're pushing cab overs through the wind. Yep. I mean, there's no, you're not getting a 300-inch wheelbase Peterbilt over there. Right. You know, you can. It's going to set in your house. Yeah. You know, you're not driving it anywhere. It's not, their roads aren't big enough. But they got big horsepower. Their emissions thing's a little bit different, though, and they get good mileage. Yep. You know. But well, what's a new truck get now, a new semi? Would it get it doesn't, get it doesn't get a damn bit better than it did 25 years ago. Yeah. Like we said in that one podcast where we were looking through those old magazines, <laughs> yeah. the, the GM and Ford Dodge ads. Yeah. With, Dodge was going to haul half a bushel more. They didn't touch the mileage thing because, yeah. let's face it, Dodge gas engines were never known for mileage. But, but they don't get any. But you can buy a half-ton pickup now. It doesn't get a damn bit better than it did in 1982. Yeah. You know, especially without all the smog shit they attempted to put them on in 1982. Yeah. You know, you put fuel injection on an old big block, they'll be just fine. Yeah. You know. I didn't realize. So on our TV there, we get that. It's Pluto. It's just free mm-hmm. TV bullshit you can watch. And there's a Price is Right channel. And they're from like the late 70s, early 80s. And I didn't realize that that California mission shit went all the way back to then. Like mm-hmm. on all them late 70s episodes, anytime it's a new car, they always you know, advertise California missions. And yeah. I didn't realize it was, I thought maybe that was like a mid to late 80s thing. But hell, yeah. it was in the 70s. Smog pumps and all this. Oh, that yeah. and the code for ain't going to work. Doesn't do shit. It's just going to cost you money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's frustrating. I mean, like I said, we've got buddies that work in truck shops, you know, late model farm equipment. 80% of what they work on is emissions related. Yep, it is. And that ain't making nobody a dime. No, it's not. Well, it's making somebody well, a dime. Yeah. But it's not making the consumer a dime. No. You know, no. or the, the guy that's actually running it. It's costing him money. Yeah, nowadays the machinery itself is very well built as far as, you know, you, you have frame breakages like on shit when no. we were kids. It, it's you, engineered you know. well. The tolerances are good. The manufacturing practices are, you know, with all this finite element analysis, we found the stress points. We're, we're building yep. around all that. It's just the emission shit that's killing you. Yep, it is. You know? I have, and I'm not knocking John Deere on this. I'm really not because maybe IH is the same, but I have not talked to one single farmer yet who had a 9430 four-wheel drive tractor 
that traded it in for an R series that said, "Oh yeah, this is a way better." Every fucking guy I've talked to said, yeah. "I would give anything to have my 30 series back." Yeah, every one of them, doggy piece of shit, nothing but trouble. Yeah, and that, yeah. that ain't good. I mean, that's you know, electronics can do some amazing things, and they get around a few things with them, but at the end of the day, they don't provide the benefit that they should because of all the emissions crap. Yeah. If they didn't have to dodge around some of that shit and they could act, just go for pure efficiency, yeah. they would burn less fuel and that would be your net gain. Yeah. If you could burn less fuel and get the same horsepower, you would be better off. But I for agree. starters, you need good fuel, which you can't buy anymore. And you need to focus on that, not some bullshit emissions thing. Yeah. I, would a gallon of gas last eight months now if you just poured it in a can and left it in your garage? I mean, that shit. I don't know. So we got a pump head in the shop. That's, that's setting in a can of diesel fuel. And the diesel fuel is from probably the 80s. Um, free as a bird. You can spin it like a top. It's never rusted up. You take a brand new, do this at the shop tomorrow or Monday whenever you get in there. Take a piece of brand new flat steel. Can't take very much because steel's high now. But just take it and put it in a can of gas, or diesel fuel, gallon can. See how long it takes it to rust. Really? About a week. No kidding. Well, look, any 1066, oh, yeah. any old tractor, you pull a fuel cap, solid rust. My 856. It was never, never that way when I was a kid. Yeah, I never thought about that, but you're right. Look, it's crap fuel. Yeah. It's crap fuel. You can't make horsepower and be efficient out of crap fuel. And I'm not blaming the fuel manufacturers. Right. They've been mandated into doing stupid shit. Yep. But it doesn't burn like it used to. Yeah. You know, in the high-performance world, there's always somebody trying to come up with a, with a better diesel fuel. I just want diesel fuel from, yeah. from the Reagan era. <laughs> exactly. Just give me Ronnie's diesel. I'll be fine. Yeah. You know, somebody's but, got the recipe to that somewhere. You damn right they do, but we're, that's not what we're using. You know, it makes you wonder, you know, what what it would do if you dumped that in a new tractor today. What it would it tear it up? I mean, would it run right? Would it run wrong? Uh, you know, it makes it, you wonder. Well, we can't have high sulfur, even though that was all the lubricity and stuff. And now we have to put sulfur on the fields because yeah. we're not getting it naturally anymore. You know. I, at some point in time, I was sure I was going to die from acid rain, yet here I oh, am. Yeah. You know, apparently we need, we need to sulfur. <laughs> Remember the greenhouse effect? Oh, uh, between the greenhouse effect, acid rain, the hole in the ozone, I don't know how I'm still here. Right. And the, the funny part is, is kids that are probably 20 to 25 years old probably have no clue what we're never, talking about. Never heard of it. When yeah. we were kids, oh, yeah, second grade, we were going to die. I mean, yeah. the ozone was, I mean, gone. Yeah, it was gone. The no ozone was it. gone. Uh, but apparently that hole is letting the heat out. <laughs> yeah. You know? My thing is when stuff, when we get into a cycle of global cooling, which you know is coming eventually yeah. because we're not in control of that, even though politicians think we are if they're getting their pockets patted on it, or we're going to have to start everything and just let it run to try to warm right. it back up. Right. Yeah, because how far do you take the emissions and stuff so we don't go too far? I mean, we can yeah. at least raise crops and stuff when there's warm weather, but we go yeah. to an ice age, now we're screwed. Yeah, now, so yeah, now we're starving. we got to kind of be we'll careful here. Set, that we don't let it sit there and run. Don't tip the pendulum too far. Yeah. It kills me, you know, that the planet you know, whatever they claim it is, five, six billion years old, but we're going to base the entire weather off of 150 years worth of data, you know, yeah. and I don't give a shit who you are. You're not drilling through ice cores and all this shit and getting any kind of accurate reading. You can set, I don't care. You can, I'm, I'm not buying it. I don't care. They cut down trees and all, oh, there was a drought here and I don't buy any of that shit. I really don't. I'm more of a biblical man, Tony. I'm going to tell you the earth's about 10,000 years old. That's, I, yeah, I would probably believe it. About 10,000. Near as I can tell from the from the biblical side, it's about ten thousand. Yep. You know, you can claim the dinosaurs and this, that, and the other, and maybe all that's neat and great and great. Or maybe it's like a terrarium, right, where you set it up for your, and you know, your little insect shit, whatever you're putting in there. 
some of that stuff you just put in there, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe God just put the dinosaur bones in there. Yeah. I don't know. Because I wasn't here. And I don't buy the term fossil fuels. I no. don't buy that. I've, you, I, I told you, know you this, and I don't know where I found that. Yeah, you know how many fossils did it take to get that? The J.D. Rockefeller was the one that got it switched to calling it fossil fuels. Prior to that, it was just oil. He paid some media company, shocker, to start calling it fossil fuels, and the term stuck. And then went on, and it all became fossil fuels. Before that, it was just oil. Is that right? And that's when it switched. I don't know if that's fact or not, but I, I saw an article on that at some point in time, here within the last year or so. And he's the one that got it switched to calling it fossil fuels, so it seemed finite, so that it would drive the price up. Well, here's the thing that why I don't buy it as being fossil fuels. So, A, that would take a shitload of fossils, because yes. counting all the oil that we've already pumped, plus what's already yes. proven reserves. Okay, B, how did it get 4,000 feet below our feet? Yeah, and exactly. C, how would you ever find any dinosaur bones in? Yeah. Wouldn't they be fossil fuels? I mean, if that's how this truly works, it should be a fossil fuel. It wouldn't you be would a bone. You would think so. So I, I don't buy it. I think it's a, just like you said, it's a made-up term. That it's a made-up term. God put oil on this earth for us to pump out of the ground and burn. I agree. Roll coal. I agree 100%. <laughs> Reagan era coal. Yeah, Reagan era coal, yes. No it's, such thing Illinois as Illinois is the Saudi Arabia of coal. Yeah. But we can't use it because it's hard. Yeah. Well, we can we can burn it. The Nazis could make diesel fuel out of coal. Yeah, I remember you telling me that one yeah. time. That's how they... Yeah, at the end. I'll be yeah. Now we can't make diesel fuel out of anything. Yeah. Well, actually, what is diesel fuel made out of? I, I don't know. I mean, I know it's a byproduct of... Of crude oil. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know how it's... I'm not an expert on the process by any means. <laughs> All I can tell you is it's not near as good as it used to be. <laughs> no. So if you're out there, one of these nerdy kids that are into physics and science shit or whatever Chemistry. find the recipe for Reagan yeah. era diesel fuel Reagan era diesel fuel I need a couple loads of Reagan era diesel fuel I'll make it work I want the good shit yep that's what just like do. all good things red that's right never heard anybody bragging on green diesel it's that's always right. red Tony. just like tractors just like clean coal there ain't yeah. no such thing as clean coal are you serious uh, I, I just always get a chuckle. Oh, we're going to save the world with all this electric stuff, right? We're going all electric. How do you think electricity is produced? Yeah. By coal, natural gas, yep. oil. Just like I told you, being out at the Hoover Dam, you know, they're in the lake levels, you know, supposedly way low on Lake Mead, which, you know, it is. But, yeah. But Californians want to go all electric. They get a lot of electricity from Hoover Dam. So now yeah. we switch all of our shit to electric, and then the fucking lake dries up, so we have no more water to produce, to produce electricity. Yeah. Now what do we do? Yeah. They, just, they don't think shit through. Well, I think we're missing the obvious solution here, Tony. You've seen those horse walkers. Mm-hmm. We just put people on those. That, that well, if you're on unemployment, if you don't want to go get a job, you show up every day, and we hook you to this harness, and you walk in a circle. There you go. And you produce electricity. And that's how we, that. that's the unemployment. If you want to be on unemployment, you're going to produce electricity that day. You can ride a bike, a stationary bike that's got a generator on it, and you can help power the grid, or you can walk in a circle with the other people. You can put your AirPods in, listen to whatever you want. Oh, we'll yeah. crank some ACDC. Well, it wouldn't be ACDC. It'd have to be some hipster band. Yeah. But when you can walk in a circle, you can make electricity for us. Yep. That's what you, if you want to be on unemployment, that's your job. Perfect. Didn't you tell me there's a guy in college that had a motor that would... Yeah. Hey, had a, had a little engine. You could put it in your hand, and the heat from your hand would make the engine go around. You set it on a table, it wouldn't turn. You put it in your hand, it would turn. And they were supposedly, at that time, working on something to put in the ocean because the temperature difference between the top of the ocean and the bottom of the ocean, where it was really cold and deep, the temperature difference would make the engine turn. 
But I'm sure we can't put any of that stuff off the coast, Tony. That would be terrible. That yeah. probably blocks some rich politician's view yeah. and, and just ruin his vacation. Yeah, for sure. So we can't do that. Yeah. yeah. It makes you wonder what kind of technology is out there that's never seen the light of day oh, due yeah. to the pay-and-play politics. Well, uh, and it's all pay-and-play. I mean, we've all heard the story of the carburetor that get 90 mile a gallon. The, the big oil companies bought out, and you yeah. know, whenever. And maybe they did. You know, who right. knows? You know, I do think there's a lot of technology out there on some of that stuff that probably could be brought to fruition, but somebody's moving yeah. the chess pieces yeah. that we don't see, yeah. you know. Because we've often talked, you know, I don't understand why John Deere, Caterpillar, Cummins, all these people just don't tell the EPA to fuck off. We're not doing it. When, it. when they went started pushing all the tier emissions, all those engine companies should have got together and said, you know what, that's a great idea. Here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to handle that. We are 100% shutting off all supplies to the military. And I'm not trying to hang the military out. I love you guys. Yeah. There was nothing. I love the military. And I am 100% pro-American military. You guys have fought and died. For the, yep. the reason we can sit here right now is because of the American exactly. soldier. And I love being able to just kick the shit out of any nation. Anybody we can. Yes. <laughs> I'm all for it. We should be taking some territory now. But I just shut the military off day one. If the president wants to lead by example, why wasn't Barack Obama's car hybrid? Exactly. Electric. Why didn't he have some shit box yeah. that got 50 mile a gallon but had a range of about 35 miles? Hope we got to stop the parade. I'm going to plug this into my diesel generator, charge this piece of shit back up, and continue on down the path. Right. But they don't ever do that. No, they're flying here, flying. Bullshit. Right. You want to lead, you lead by example. I agree 100%. 100%. That's you bullshit. Know, Michael Jordan wanted to lead a basketball team. What did he do? He showed up earlier and quit later than everybody else. That's how he led by example. By gosh. You want to be a politician, you want to push all this stupid shit like you said in your TikTok. Nancy Pelosi, crank your thermostat up to 90 degrees because you're going to save the world. Yeah. I want you an electric piece of shit. Get an electric, get a solar-powered plane yep. or a wind-powered plane and fly your happy ass across this country. I agree. But they don't do it that way. It's good enough for you, but it ain't good enough for yeah. them. You know? And to me, that's where you can't help but think that's where everybody's in bed together. You're CEOs of these Absolutely. huge corporations, and all it is is pay-to-play, and they go along to get along and kickbacks, and it don't, you know... When you get to that much money, you're so far out of touch with the average Joe that you don't care. You know, it, uh, look look at what the government spends and pays for different stuff. The numbers are mind boggling, absolutely mind boggling at every level. And the average worker that's involved in whatever it is, I don't care if you're building freaking chalkboards or if you're making beer cans or if you're growing corn and soybeans. The average on the ground, boots on the ground worker can tell you more about that than any damn politicians Absolutely. ever sat in Washington did. When was the last time we sent a politician to Washington for any period of time that had actually done any work in their life? Right. Donald Trump was the last one that's actually yeah. ran a company that knows. Yeah, got a company. I mean, he started off on a pretty good foot, yeah. and I love Donald yeah. to death, but he started off ahead yeah. of most people. I mean, if he had just... Yeah, he wasn't some blue-collar guy that worked his way up. Yeah. I mean, for but sure. We haven't had a, a president, or even congressmen, we occasionally get the one here and there, and they weed them out pretty quick, oh, shove yeah. them off to the side. You know, it's these, you know, career politicians or whatever. Those guys have probably never had a job. Joe Biden's a prime example. Yeah. Never that guy's that. produced nothing in his life, never done a damn thing. Yep. You know? You can trace almost every one of these people back to they were an intern for, yes. you know, Richard Nixon when they were 20 years Somebody, old. I mean, somebody. Every one of them guys have been there literally their entire, entire fucking life. And never done anything to produce anything. And I, and I honestly do. And I don't give a shit who likes this or not. I rate politicians, and I mean all of them, judges, everybody in the same category as child molesters. They're all fucking scum. Every yes. one of them. They don't give a shit about you or I. No. They're going to tell that to their face, but oh, when yeah. it comes time, push comes to shove, 
Whatever they can push in their pocket and shove you yep. out of the way. That's what, that's what they're looking yep. for. And it ain't no different. Like with judges, and all, judges are nothing but a fudge anymore. It's fucking, you know, why, why is it such a big deal when we have a Supreme Court nominee? I thought a judge was supposed to be completely neutral. Yeah. It's a huge conflab as to which side of the aisle they're on. Well, just look at any of the politicians in Congress, whatnot. They go in with X number of dollars in their pocket, right? And they come out with way more than their salary pays. Well, how did that happen? Yeah. Well, there's only one reason for that, and that's yep. money under the table for XYZ, right? Yep. You know, so yep. you know they're manipulating something. Yep. And I've said forever, this country will not change until people realize it is us, you and I, the working man, against them cocksuckers. This whole right and left... Them assholes. I've, I've, just like I've said. So Kamala Harris, when it was in the, the primaries, you know, Joe Biden was the most racist son of a bitch. I mean, you can go back and look at all the videos. <laughs> all of our videos. Calling, you know, he was a racist piece yeah. of shit. And then now, now, they, now they're best buds. Just the greatest. They're, they're just best buds. You know, if you, if, if you get on national TV and call me a racist piece of shit and just go on and on like she did, you and I ain't going to be very close friends for very yeah, long. Yeah, I right? hear you. So that tells me the fix is in. I don't give a shit what anybody that's says. That's exactly right. You know, like you say that. There's more at play than we'll ever know. We'll probably we want to know, truthfully. But uh, a lot of this stuff could be solved with just a little bit of common sense. But common sense doesn't go very far because it doesn't pay. Exactly. You know, and it's all about manipulating whatever it is to your agenda yep. to put somebody money in somebody's pocket that's going to benefit you, yep. whether it's directly or indirectly. Yep. That's, uh, that's what it always comes down to. To me, it's no different if you're Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, whoever. You know, here you are. In you know, well over 70 years old, you've got all the money you need, grandkids. It's like, why wouldn't you go try to enjoy life? But it's like they, they can't, hungry, they, yeah, they cannot let go of that teeth. But that, the, that's the baby boomer generation in general. And I'm not knocking you guys, but at the same time, I am knocking you guys. As a, as a generation, you can bitch about the younger generations, but who raised them? It was you guys. Exactly. And, and you guys. Who's running the country now? It ain't people our age. No, it ain't people our age and probably never will be. Yeah. You know? You're it's right. going to skip that. It, it's always, it, you see the meme, oh, what are we going to do in 20 years? It's going to be, everything's going to be ran by a generation of kids that were, you know, homeschooled by drunk parents. No, it's not. It's going to be this generation, only that instead of being 75, they'll be 95. Exactly. Still yep. still pulling the, the and strings, said, you know. I'll, I'll take it a step farther, and, and I don't even mean to put Nick on the spot. He may not even agree with this, but it's like I've come back to you on farming before. They yep. won't get out of the way. All the baby boomers, when they were... You know, 25 years old, the neighbor come to them down the road, hey, yep. I, I want to rent you my ground. You know, you've been a good neighbor and this and that. And they took the advantage and they ran with it. But now when it comes time for them to do the same, fuck no, we're going to hang on to our 85 years old and we're going to rent it to the high bidder, fuck the neighbor kids. Yep. And it's fucking bullshit. And well, you know, and I think a lot of it has to do is, okay, you know, they grew up and, and farmer was a lot of work. Not that it's not a lot of work now, but the technology and the advancements in machinery, you know, chemicals, herbicides, seed, et cetera, has made it easier than when they were a kid. Right. Still not easy, but easier when they were a kid. The risk is bigger, but they've got the money saved they're, up yeah, from, they're from, established from 60 to, years of working. Yep. So they can take the risk a little bit. That doesn't affect them as much, and the workload's less. So they're like, well, I worked way harder when I was 20 than I am now, so I'm just going to keep riding it out. i got no yep. reason to retire. i got nothing else to do. Yep. This is what I know. And I've got everything paid for, so I'm just going to roll with it, yeah. you know? It, it just pisses me off that when they do that, they won't get out of the way to let the son or the whoever in, you know, when they're well into their 70s and should retire. And yep. I don't mean to sound like a liberal, because I'm, I'm not. I don't, I don't mean it that way. I think it's a free country. Do what you want. But it pisses me off then that their neighbors was all nice enough to get them started yes. when they were younger, but now they won't return the favor on the other end. Fuck it. Even though I've got all the money I need now, yes. I still want to rent it to the high bidder. It's greed. I don't well, give a shit what anybody says. And it's I great. don't care what small town you go to in America. 
here's my challenge to the listeners. In your small town in America, look around, okay? So you may be frustrated that there's not a grocery store anymore. You may be frustrated that your gas station's foreign owned now, or you may be frustrated a variety of factors, right? The church is going broke, the school's not doing good, so on and so forth. Look around your community and say, hey, could have I bought that in town from Tony Reed? Could have I bought that from my friend? Could have I bought that from somebody I know, somebody I go to church with, so on and so forth. See how many acres are in your school district that are no longer farmed by somebody that lives in your school district. Yeah. In our district, it's a bunch. It's a shitload. It's a bunch. Yep. And we're not what I would call a hotbed for that as much as if you go yeah. north of here, probably. Yeah, exactly. But it still affects us drastically. You, Some of those big farmers roll through, and I'm not knocking the big farmer on, you know, right. they got their ground however they got it. But they're not even buying a Coca-Cola in, no, in every, the district. Every bit of that money's gone. No, it's all gone. They haul all their grain out. They bypass the elevator they drove by on the way in. They, don't they buy the all their inputs farther away yep. on the river, so on and so forth. None of that money in or out is spent in that district. And that's why all that stuff disappears. Yep. You know, right. when, when our parents were our age, everything was bought local. I mean, you want to know why Walmart pushed this company and that company out? Because you didn't buy it. You quit buying from your local store yeah. and you started buying from them. Yeah. And it's the same on farm inputs, et cetera. You start borrowing that shit far away, what well, goes away then? Exactly. And you that's know? the reality of it. And like you say, I'm not knocking big farmers. And I'm not saying I don't do it at some level. You know, I right. buy some stuff off Amazon. You know, I don't always sure. buy everything as, as locally as I could on, on some levels. You know, I try to as much as I can. But... Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of local stuff that plays into that. You know, it's hard to be a prophet in your own hometown, right? So, yeah. you know, you know the, the family history on, on everybody and so on and so forth. We all grew up together. So, you know, I'll, you know, Tony stepped on my toe in the sixth grade. Yeah. And I'm still mad about it. He scuffed my Puma, so I can't buy anything off of him anymore, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But it, it's just look around your community if you're listening to this and see what you what could you be doing to help support it. You don't have to be out doing some random drive for this or charity for that just spend your dollars as close to home as you can and try to help your friend the other thing that that always burns me about stuff and get on my soapbox here a little bit you know if you're gonna if i'm gonna buy something from you okay you're my friend what's the first thing somebody you know asks you they always want a discount right oh yeah if if they could buy you know you you help me out on this hook me up on this thing but you don't ask Jeff Bezos to hook you up on Amazon. Right. You got the price. Oh, that's what, yeah, that's what he's asking. Sam Walton. Sam Walton. Walmart's got the price on this. Yep. That's what I'm paying for it. Yep. You, you'll gladly pay full price yep. to a stranger. 350 miles away, 3,000 miles away, yep. whatever. So some CEO can have their, you know, their bonus yep. for the year. But when it comes to your local buddy, man, if I... If you could just knock a couple dollars off that, we could probably do business, mm-hmm. you know. You'll always ask them for a discount. And that that's the frustrating part, you yeah. know. But by the same token, you want his business to sponsor your kid's baseball team. Oh, yeah. You know, if you guys donate some uniforms or that, that'd be great. Well, you know, if you buy your gas at my filling station, yep. I'd be happy to donate them there, yep. you know. but Well, and the flip side of that is, too, is in a business like yours, somebody can bring in a ragged out 1066 that's never had any maintenance done on it at all. And... You fix one thing and no more get it fixed and something unforeseen goes wrong. Well, you screwed the guy. Yeah. Never doing business with you again. But Walmart can fuck you blind every yep. day. You can go through the drive through and they can screw your up order, screw your order up six times in a row. You're going to go back there because it's the only fast food restaurant in town. Yep. So you're going to go there again. Yep. You know, it doesn't, doesn't make a big difference there. Yeah. yeah. No, I see that all the time. 
Yeah, it's sad. And yeah, I'm like you. I don't mean to get on my soapbox, but I. And, and even my dad says it, and he's from the baby boomer generation, yeah. you know. He said it, 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 and he don't even farm, you know, but he said it just pisses me off to see all these guys that are 75 years old yeah. that won't get out of the way. And, and I'm not even saying rent it to the neighbor kids. It's their own kids. It's like, yeah. you know, you got a fucking son that's 45 years old with three kids and yeah. you know, still having to split everything with you. It's get the fuck out of the way and let him try to make some money, you know. It, yeah, you see a lot of it. It is, and it's nothing more than greed. I don't give a shit what anybody says. It's greed, and people can spend this however they want, and it's a free country, and I get that, and I agree with it. But until you get a moral compass, it's going to be a fucking train wreck. That's not the way their their parents did it, though. No, exactly. All their parents quit at 65 if they were able to. Yeah. There were some of them that worked past that, but they did. most of them didn't. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's frustrating, like I said, and and that's why you see a lot of small business stuff go down the drains. And it goes to big business, you know. Yeah, it's sad. And, you know, and there ain't no fixing now. It's got so far out of control. You know, once farmland. No, it'll take a drastic reset to to change that up. And then you're going to see, if they get this stupid shit through on, on transitioning land to the kids or whatever, where you got to pay 42% tax oh, yeah. on it. It's done. It's done. It'll all be corporate farms. And the, yep. the average guy will be done. Yep. You know, and he's, like, not, he's not going to give more in taxes that yeah. every ancestor prior to him gave for the ground to buy it free and clear. Right. He, he doesn't have the cash for that. Yep. And it's we've often talked, you know, you get to these bigger farms that, you know, they've got the full-time secretaries. They're, yeah. every time you go to the FSA office, they're bellied up to the counter and they're getting money for this, money for that. You and I, we, you know, we got shit to do. I can't yeah. be sitting there all day long trying to do this. Exactly. Somebody's got to do the program work. And, you know, Somebody's got to do the work. These farm programs, and, and I'll say it a hundred times, the Farm Bureau is the biggest fucking joke of a, farm lobby group that I've ever seen. They don't have any interest. You pick up the Illinois Farm Week, that is the most liberal fucking magazine or newspaper you can pick up. It's everything in there is go along. You know, we oh, we got to hurry up and belly up to the table while we still got a voice in it. And they just keep fucking going along with this shit. Well, they're, they're always given, you know, when they should be fighting back to a certain extent. And, that, and that's all farm organizations for to a certain degree. You know, I'll go back to an easy example that is, you know, the tech fee on Roundup Beans originally. Why was the American farmer paying that? Yeah. They weren't paying that in any other country. Yeah. You could buy that shit in Bolivia. You weren't paying a tech fee on that. No. They were growing Roundup beans down there. They didn't pay a dime on it. Their Roundup was like $4 a gallon coming genuine Roundup jugs. Where was our lobby on that? Yeah. You know, what was my soybean checkoff dollars doing for that? Yeah. Nothing. Apparently, not jack shit. Nothing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you see it every day. Every, every I'm getting so sick of seeing these clean water acts, and we got to do that. And I'm all for. I'm I'm not one of these ones who got wrecked the environment. I no. really don't. No, you know I don't want to live in places like China where there's fucking yeah. raw sewage running down the road ditch. Exactly. I, I don't. But but some it, common sense has to play yeah, somewhere they, in there. But it's it, the farmer never gets anything out of the deal. They just keep yeah. chipping away at it. Nope, keep yep, chipping away. We just got to do this, and yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, we've dug a hell of a mess. Yeah, it's like I've said with California, you know, they don't want yeah. cage chickens and all this. They bullshit. don't want dairy there now. They're, they're they're doing everything they can to run dairy industry out of there. That's, that's fine. I just if I was a dairy industry, hey, here's what I would do. We're not selling milk in California exactly. anymore. As of July first, you can no longer buy milk in California. We're shipping it all out of here. Yep. Because they're going broke anyway. So they might as well and we're not going to sell any milk in California. Right. We'll give you guys thirty days to reevaluate. August first, if you want to start selling it again. You let us know. Until then, we're going to ship every gallon over the state line to hell with you. Yep. If you want to continue down that path, we'll gladly move our dairy. If you decide, hey, we actually need milk to produce products and, and make 
meals yeah. and, and you other. know for babies and shit that's kind ba- of important yeah you know? yep nope i would just shut them off like i said on the on the emissions thing those engine companies should have said no you know what we're done yeah we're not going to produce any engines for any new semis they go out the door they have no engine in them yeah Your military needs a truck here you go it's got no engine in it Yep. I'm the same way. If JB hunting all them, when I got to the California line, I'd drop the fucking trailer. Yep. I'd take the phone Here up you go. and say, hey, you're There'd be some big docks in Nevada. Once you guys send some people over and some rickshaws and haul this shit back to the coast yep. because it's rickshawing it from here on. That's as green as you can get. Yeah. Rickshaw the shit out of it. We're that, that's as far as we're going. We're dropping it all here. We're lining Nevada with loading docks. Yep. We're dumping all the shit here at some terminals. You guys pick it up and haul it back. No, I agree. If that's the way you guys want to roll, how yep. about it? Well, it's, it'd be easy to do, Tony. They can carry milk to Nevada. Drop the milk off. They have to run quick so it doesn't spoil. And then they can rickshaw some shit back on the other goods. It's win-win for everybody. Yeah. And if they get a bike with a generator and maybe a long cord, they can produce power while they're going. Yeah. And of course, they have to use non-petroleum tires. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, however they're going to produce those. But Yeah. Yeah. yeah they... And the, the bad part is, is I'm scared to death. California is just the staging area for what's oh, for coming sure. across. And Every dumb, stupid idea comes from California, it seems like, and it trickles over to the rest of the country. But I'll give you a prime example of if people can tell them to fuck off, just like in Illinois. Trailer plates on a just yeah. little utility trailer went from $18 to $118. They were going to get rich, loaded rich. Yeah. So you know what everybody done last year in Illinois? Said, fuck you. The ticket's cheaper than the fucking plates are, so yeah. I'll just take the ticket. So this year they come out and said, oh, fuck, uh, yeah, uh, we'll make plate trailer plates. We'll, we'll just double them. They'll just go to $36. Yeah. You can't have a $118 license plate on a $300 trailer. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't make sense. So, you know, I'm sure they had this grand plan that they were going to raise $52 raise billion. Dollars, yeah. And it fucking backfired. And they probably lost $20 you know, yeah. million or whatever. Because all that shit come from Chicago and nobody in that office knew anybody that owned a trailer. Yeah. Because they never pulled one. Yep. So they didn't know anybody. And I think it's funnier than fuck. And people need to do that on more stuff. Do yeah, on your absolutely. cars, everything else. Just quit buying it. Fuck yep. them. What are they going to do? Throw us all in jail? Exactly. Yeah. It, I don't know. Well, goddamn, we really got on our soapbox yep. on that one. Yeah, that's, we, that's one of the good... We went a long way around on yeah, that one. You guys probably had a good rant like that on here <laughs> yet. So I guess we kind of let the cat out of the bag there. But now nah, we better cut it off here. We're getting a little long. But it's been a good, good, good conversation. Yeah, for sure. I think we need to get back in the swing of doing some of these. And you guys yeah. have to bear with us because uh, I'm going to be leaving again to take another small junket on a family deal. It was set up way back when before my vacation. I'm not, I don't want you guys to think I just go on vacation for a living because <laughs> all this shit was planned way back and it, just the way it fell. But then got wheat cutting and I know Nick's got tractor pulling. So, so bear with us. We'll try to crank as many of these out as we can and kind of keep you guys in the loop. And we apologize. It's been, I think it's probably been a month since we've done. Yeah, one. probably so. But uh We'll keep pecking away at it, and hopefully we can get you guys. We had a bunch stored up, but damn microchip shortage screwed a bunch of them up. We once again with those electronics, no moving parts screwed it up. But maybe we'll catch one of these hot July days when it's too hot to do anything outside, and we'll just start about noon and just shoot like five podcasts one day. We'll have a bunch racked and stacked ready to go. So anyway. Uh, we're going to call it quits right here, I guess. And I guess you don't have nothing else to add. We're nope. good to go. You guys have a good day, good night, whenever you're listening to this. And uh, keep the faith. Yeah, we appreciate everybody listening. I've had tons of messages wanting to know when the next podcast was coming out. So here it is. And yep. hopefully there will be many more to follow. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time.